0: Welcome to Backroom Beauty Talks. My name is Misty Jane and I am a money coach for hairstylists. I help self-motivated stylists get their financial shit together, creating healthy relationships with money, opening up more options for the future, and eliminating that paycheck to paycheck life. I created Backroom Beauty Talks because I wanted to bring real, raw, and unedited conversations to you, uplifting the beauty industry one stylist at a time. Hello there, friends. Welcome back. Actually, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to 2022. This is the first podcast of the new year. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of ready to stop having to say 2020 something like I'm almost just ready can we just like move on quite a few years and get into 2030 because I feel like I have PTSD every time I hear it. (laughs) I hope that you had a great holiday. I hope you had a wonderful new year. Today's episode is another one from my friend Shelby Bettencourt's podcast the happy healthy hairstylist and again if you do not subscribe to her podcast i highly highly recommended it if you like mine you're gonna like hers and um, this is another episode with me shelby and our friend jess taylor And in this conversation, we are talking about sacrifice versus investment. Now, again, I love these conversations because the three of us are very different, but we are all extremely obsessed with self-growth. So this conversation is really amazing perspective. Even I learned a ton um, and kind of switched up the way that I say things because of this conversation. So I think that you are going to get so much out of it and it is such a great way to have a good mindset shift, um, especially entering into a new year because... At the end of the day, don't we all just want um, the next coming year to be better than the last? I think that um, is the growth mindset in general. So once again, if you like this episode, please screenshot it, share it on the gram, tag me, tag Backroom Beauty Talks, tag Happy Healthy Hairstylist, tag Shelby Betancourt, tag Hair By Jess Taylor. That is a lot, I understand.
1: (laughs) But regardless, please enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hair Stylist Podcast. This is the podcast for the stylist who wants to work their magic behind the chair and make more money, all without sacrificing their health, both mentally and physically. I'm your host, Shelby Bancourt. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. So. Last time we did a podcast, um, I had two of my co-hosts. Well, last time I did like a full-length podcast, I had two other co-hosts, Misty and Jess, and they are back here with me. We are so excited, and this was one of the most popular podcasts that we have posted here on the Happy Healthy Hairstylist. So I am so excited, and today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is sacrifice versus... Investment. So, ladies, let's get going. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm excited. Woo. Who's gonna start this one? Um, I'll start.
2: Go ahead. Um, so, I I had a couple of different thoughts on this because I feel like this is something that I can speak to about a lot because I've had a lot of experience with like sacrificing to get your investment. So, like for example. Um, when I opened up my salon, I didn't take out any loans. I didn't like ask anyone for help. I did everything on my own and I sacrificed for like two years with like literally taking everything I made and throwing it into the salon. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have savings. I didn't have anything. It was just kind of like a spur of the moment thing, but the investment has paid off, you know, like a hundredfold. Um the other time that I can think of that I really, relate to this topic is like, I, when I first started doing hair, I was really excited about doing color and I really wanted to get into color. And everyone kept saying, you have to go to like master colorist. You have to go to these like premier, like color classes in order to really like level up. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I just knew like I had to get there. And I was literally riding the bus trying to get to work on the bus every single day. And I had saved up just enough money to like buy a car or go to a color class. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking get this color class because I know inevitably, like it's going to pay off dividends. And it literally is the thing that propelled me to where I'm at today. So like, I can relate a lot to this topic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like this one because especially like with my topic of money, where you know what I coach on, it's like I say sacrifice a lot, and I know on our last podcast, you know Shelby was like, or think of it as an investment, and I've been thinking about it ever since because i'm like, well what what is a sacrifice versus an investment right like so I would think an investment is something where it's going to give you money back or it's going to give you time back or, you know, something like that. But then you think of a sacrifice and it's like something that you just can't have so that you can have this other thing. And so I started thinking like, and I was thinking about the money journey and like getting out of debt. Like my goal was to pay off $48,000 as fast as possible. So how did I do that? I didn't invest to do that. I sacrificed. I literally didn't do things I wanted to do to have this goal hit, you know, quicker than normal, right? So it's like, because I've really been like, all right, well, but you can also invest in something that's going to give you more time or give you more money. So I'm curious what y'all think is kind of the differences in sacrifice
1: versus investment. I think it depends on like what the topic is. Like, like Jess said, she was like, I'm going to sacrifice getting this car so I can use that money to get a color class, which is an investment into my future because that color class ended up paying off. I think of it exactly like that. And I feel like hairstylists, we are really good about the whole like investing into our career. Like we are thrown from day one um, into like we are embedded in our brains of how important education is in this career and not many other careers are so focused on investing in the, like in the craft. That's so true.
2: Like after, like after education, like continuing education is so important as a hairstylist and I feel like it's like drilled into you from the time that you go to beauty school and like no other career that I've ever even come across has had anything anywhere as close to like I mean we do classes every other week
0: at my salon you well, it's, know, it's constantly like, no, changing you know yeah, hair yeah. trends yeah. like it's constantly changing
1: Yeah, and they're not cheap. So it's not like like Jess, you say that you provide your own education, but when it comes to like the stylist that doesn't like have the salon, like education classes, like start at like five hundred dollars, and and that's a cheap one. Yeah, (laughs) that's like an online course. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. So I think that as hairstylists, like we do have the right mindset when it comes to that, but as far as in our career, but when it comes to other things, like, of course, I'm going to bring it back to health. Like when it comes, like, this is like, I got this idea for this topic because um, one of my uh, mentors, he talks a lot about this and he talks about like the, the stack like a lot of people, when they're on a diet, they, they think about like the things that they're giving up. They think about like the cake, the dessert, all that kind of stuff. But making those choices is an investment into your future. So it's like one choice at a time. And it comes with like, when we think about like relationships, a lot of times like you can look at being in a relationship in two different ways. Like, oh, I'm sacrificing my single life. I'm sacrificing like, you know, going out with the girls or going out with the boys and all this kind of stuff. Or this is an investment into my future, into my happiness because I can still, like this is an investment into the type of relationship that I want because you can have a relationship where you still go out with the boys or girls and you can still like do all those things. So I I think of it more than just hair and I feel like that's why this topic is like really cool because we can dive off in different aspects of it. Well, there's a fine line too, right?
0: Like there's this like, you know, this idea that you can get these things and still have all these things that you want, like have your cake and eat it too, which is really stupid. I don't really understand that saying anyway. Like if I buy a fucking cake, I can eat it because I fucking (laughs) bought it. But anyway, like, (laughs) but like, you know, there's this idea that well you can make all this money and and you know not have to work hard or you can have this great career and not have to do like but sacrifice is always involved and investment is always involved and I think they're just separate, right? Like they're really just two different things depending on kind of what your goal is. Because you're going to have to sacrifice something. Like to say that you want to start a business but you want to, you know, every night be at home with your kids and go out with your friends every week and that's just unrealistic or you're just going to ask yourself for burnout or your business isn't going to do as well you know isn't going to take off as fast as possible same with you know exercise i think about this all the time like uh jess you made a post recently talking about self-care mm-hmm. and I realized reading that post was self care is shit. I don't want to do usually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like I sacrifice sleeping in in the morning to go to the gym because I know that I will be less anxious all day. I know that I will have energy. I know that it will make me feel better later so I sacrifice that extra sleep even if I feel like I'm so fucking tired, which really isn't always the case. Like it's <laughs> but it isn't um, even
1: sacrifice at that point. It's in inve- it's okay, yes, you're sacrificing sleep, but you're investing into your better version of yourself.
0: Well, right. So it's like two different things. They just yeah. kind of complement each other. Right? Yeah.
2: yeah. And the other side of it too, I feel like is like time and you're like mental wellness or well-being like those are also aspects that I feel like are an investment that get overlooked as well like even when you're I was reading something the other day it was like even when you are signing up to go to, to go to the gym like you're making a monetary investment but like are you mentally making a time commitment and investment to to invest in that that commitment you know like it's not just about like spending the money it's actually like setting aside the time to do it or like if you start a new business like setting aside the time to actually work on your business you know like those kinds of things don't come into play a whole lot and also like with your well-being you know like i remember when i was coming out of COVID and I was, I was having 15 mental breakdowns every other week and, and i got the phone call to go to hair love or to to the retreat in tulum from elizabeth and i was like oh my god i I need this like i just need this because i know once i get on the other side of this i'm going to feel a million times better you know that to me is like investing in in knowing that i need something for my mental health and my my wellness to like feel better and be a better human being so i can do all the rest of the things
1: i love that you brought up like the the mindset part of it because If you like, for instance, like the whole, like signing up for the gym, um, if you don't believe that by signing up for the gym, that you're actually gonna like work out and commit to it and be healthier, then you're not going to do it. Like You can, you can pay the money. You can pay the membership. You can actually drive to the gym. But if you don't believe that you're really gonna like change your lifestyle, then it's not going to work. Right. Do yes. you feel like people
0: purchase things just to feel like they're doing something without taking action with it? Hell One yeah. Year. Yeah. And people side- cut.
1: Sorry, Jess, I keep yes. i <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: like, I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like just as an example,
2: it just, it came in my head. It's, we were talking about this, but like my, my trainer is like kind of a little expensive, you know? And it's like, to the point where it like it burns a little bit but like honestly it keeps me honest because because it burns a little bit it makes me fucking go you know like i don't want to miss that appointment because it's expensive you know what i mean so like having things i feel like that are that are on the cusp of being too rich for you like or, or not too rich for you but just like burn a little bit if you you know waste it like that to me makes me go it makes me accountable
0: Well, because you invested in it, it's your motivation, right? I did the same thing when I started coaching. I mean, my income was like hardly anything. And then I signed up for a $12,000 mastermind. (laughs) And in my mind, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But I was like, if I don't do this, one, I know that it's going to push me further. I know for a fact. Two, I have to at least make the payments every month. I have to at least do my business well enough to be able to cover the payment, so then it almost pushes you a step further because it's like, well, I have to make this much, and then you're growing on top of it. So it's it's kind of a, a ri- uh, risk in a way, but a risk that you know is an investment, right? Yeah. And and in that case, there's no sacrifice there, mm-hmm. you know. Like that's just I know what I'm going to get out of it. I know it's going to push me further. So, you know, it's.
2: Yeah. It's almost like buying like a really nice car or something like that. Like where you're like, Ooh, that payment's a little high, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go for it and I deserve it. And it's just going to make me like work a little bit harder, you know,
1: or figure things out. I I love that. Like when, if we can go back to the whole, like spending more money on something and like actually knowing that it's going to work. Um, when we think about like, Skincare. Let's let's talk about okay hair products. Let's talk about hair products because yeah. we can all understand hair products. I'll say I don't know anything about skincare. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to lose you guys like the football thing last time. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so like when we think about hair products, like when when clients are buying hair products, they they're used to buying like the the 3 to $12 product. But when they come into our salon and they buy the $25 plus product, they're putting an investment back into their hair. Yes, we know that the ingredients are better and all this kind of stuff. But the first thing that they say is that, wow, this shampoo is amazing. It does like, my hair just feels different and it blow dries different. And yes, it does. It does, it does, it does. But they almost have to feel that way to justify the investment that they made. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think that's great. I think that like, if you are spending more money on your hair, then you're going to be a little more gentle. Then you're going to like be a little more cautious with heat. And overall, like you're going to treat your hair a little bit better because now you're putting that, you're sacrificing the pay to invest mm-hmm. in better hair. Yeah, And I think that goes for both sacrifice
0: and investment, right? Like if you're sacrificing something to hit a goal or, you know, get somewhere you want to be, it's worth it, right? Like it's not because somebody said, hey, don't do that. And you just don't like, you just can't do it on your own free will. Like, you know, what it has to be worth it. It has to be worth, the sacrifice has to be worth the investment. Because I know I've um, invested in classes and, you know, maybe just one sentence, Mm. Made the thousand dollars worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, but I've also went to classes where I wouldn't pay to go back,
1: you Mm -hmm. know? So
0: it's like, that was not worth it. It wasn't really worth the time. It wasn't worth the sacrifice of the money, whatever, you know, but so it's almost a perception or perspective or I'm sorry, perceived value as well. Right.
2: And mindset, too, because like you can hear the same things like a couple of different times. And if you're in different mindsets, you know, it's going to ring true in different ways on different dates, you know?
1: Right. Hell yeah. Everything that like people coach, like the things that coaches coach, they didn't make that up. They're right. just like repeating the like same message just to yeah. you at this point. It's like in their own
0: way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it like it kind of like drives me a little nuts when people are like, "Oh, this person copied me." And I'm like, "Yeah, but where did you get that from?" Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you did not invent that, honey. Um, exactly. No
2: new messages, only new messengers. That's like one of my favorite sayings. Oh, okay. I love that.
0: I'm totally Say ready. that one more time?
2: No new messages, only new
0: messengers. Yes, I love that. Well, Shelby, you said something earlier, and this is something that I use a lot in my coaching because especially when it comes to finances is, or investing in, you know, a coach to help you with finances or, or whatever you're investing in is you always think of all the things you have to give up, but nobody ever thinks of the things that you're going to gain when you do mm-hmm. these things. You know, the first thing you think of is, Oh, she's going to tell me I can't spend money anymore. Okay. Yeah. Well, what if I actually helped you get the thing that you want? What if I, you know, like, like nobody thinks of that. They just think of that kind of, um, that quick comfort, you know, Yeah. like they don't pain.
1: They think about the pain.
0: Yes, exactly. The pain of change. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, cause it's scary. It's like, Oh, like, I don't want to be like, well, when we think about like comfortable, like you're not made to be fucking comfortable. Like Mm. the, I don't know. I've heard it in like someone quote like the Bible, like God like sent like breeze, just so you would move because you're not supposed to just stay in the same spot or whatever. I'm totally botching that. So, but like (laughs) I can't help you there. (laughs) (laughs) But like you're, uh, people do think about like all the things, and it it goes. This is so much in like mindset because when we think of sacrifice, sacrifice is a negative word. Like, oh, I got to sacrifice. Like, it just doesn't, doesn't even sound happy. But investment, now that's sexy. That's happy. That's, like, all this. So that's why, like, when it comes to, like, sales and, like, people are trying to, like, pitch something, they're, like, invest in this. Your investment is this. Like, I've had someone try mm-hmm. to, like, get me to buy their coaching program. And they're, like, oh, would you like to, um you know, set up your investment? I'm, like, you mean pay you my money? Like Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. So-
1: It's it's all like the psychology of it. So yes, when it comes to like saving money, like people can think of, Oh, now I can't do this. And now I can't do that. But like, how, like, how beautiful is it going to be when you don't have all these bills coming in? How beautiful is it going to be when, you know, you can afford other things because now you're not paying the super high interest on your credit card. That's really fucking going nowhere. And like all of that. And I, I of course relate it to fitness. Like how great is it going to be when you love the reflection in the mirror? Like you're not going to be thinking about all those times that you skipped eating that cupcake. Like you're not, you're just, and I think if sacrifice
0: lasts too long, then you need to make an investment. Yes. Because I think that's another thing too, is like sacrifice should be like short to get to where you need to be, you Um. know, like like the sacrifice I made to pay off my debt was two years. And now I don't have to make those sacrifices anymore unless I'd make other decisions, you know, where it's like, okay, if you're living your life where you feel like every day you're sacrificing something, something has to change. So you need to make a change of some sort. Invest in whatever you need to invest in, a coach, a, the gym membership, freaking whatever. Like it, it's, t- sacrifice shouldn't be long-term. Yeah, no, definitely
1: there's definitely a a deadline to it. Yeah. And, but that's not saying that you can't have new goals and new sacrifices to get to that new goal. Because like anything, if you're trying to reach a goal and you're like doing the same thing and you're not like getting there, well, yeah, you need to pivot. You need to like- freaking step back, figure out what you're doing, figure out what's working, what's not working, and then go from there, create different sacrifices or yes. investment. So I do like that you said that. Cause I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was
2: like, so bored. Like I, I reach a certain goal and then I like plateau, you know? So I'm always like, I went to this one class and I'll never forget it. It was like the lady explained it to me. Cause I was like, just plateaued and I didn't realize like where I was at or what was going on. But I had, she said, you have to like climb the mountain and then you have to figure out what your new mountain is, you know? So like I'm forever like climbing a mountain. And then when I get to the top, I figure out a new and bigger and better, like level up that I've got to do. And like, that's, that's, I feel like the story of my life, (laughs) <laughs> that's like gotten me to where I am. Cause I feel like I'm never ending, like climbing, but I do have a goal, but then I make another one right afterwards, you know? So it's very, uh, it's easier that way for me
1: at least. That's what entrepreneurship is girl. Like <laughs> that it, it is, it's, it's the climb and it's with anything. Like if, like Gina Bianca says, if you're not growing, you're dying. So yeah. like in, your relationship, in your family life, in your, you know, your business, if you look back to like, it, there's so many things I want to say right now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you have to just take like a breath, cause you're like, <sighs> gather the words. Um, so I, I think that we all are like, I know that for me, I'm obsessed with growth. I'm obsessed with getting to that, like that next level with what my big is. I call like my goal, my big, that's my big. So, and I think that, the more that we see what that big is and we're obsessed with that growth, it trickles down in every aspect of our life. Like I know that I am working constantly over and over and over again, every single day, every single year, any every single like month, like anniversary on my relationship. How can I make my relationship with Josh better? How can we be happier? How can we be, you know, like more connected? Cause it is work. And then same thing, like Missy, I'm sure with you, with your son, like how can you have a better relationship with your son? How can you like, you know, help him make the right choices and like, you know, be the person that you imagine him to be like being obsessed with growth, with like growing yourself, growing the people around you, that's climbing the mountain. Yeah. And I feel like that's the true meaning of life. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, and you have to love the journey because A lot of times when you hit that peak, it doesn't feel the way that you thought it was going to feel, Yeah, you know, and then you see the next peak and you, you follow that journey and it's kind of the same thing where I feel like if you don't love the journey, then is the view even worth it? Yeah.
1: No. And what happens if you fall down the mountain? (laughs) (laughs) you better get your ass back up and keep going (laughs) yeah exactly you better like that climb because it's not ending right I've gotten to the mountain like
2: a couple times where I didn't even like what I saw you know and I didn't like being there and I had to really like take a step back and redefine like what my idea of success was you know yeah and and figure out like what I actually did want because sometimes like Like we were talking about last episode you know things you think you want because you see other people having them and like then you get them and you're like maybe that's not for me you
0: know yeah but
2: it takes going through all that to figure it out
0: sometimes (laughs) well you've got to dip your toes and stuff to even know if that's what you want to do yeah you know and i think that the hard part is if you're doing whatever sacrifice you're making or whatever investment you're making it's like when it gets hard you got to keep going uh-huh. Because I think that's the biggest issue, right? Yeah. Sacrifice sucks, but sometimes you have to do it, and you've got to get past it. you know nobody wants to give up shit well,
1: i was sh- the The thing is like once you like start getting that momentum, why would you stop? because mm. it gets we- hard. Yeah, but like, no, once the ball's already kind of rolling, that's when people start getting a little comfortable and it's like, no, you already have the traction. Go more, like push more. Well, and
0: that uncomfortable feeling is like literally all you have to do is jump over it and that's it. And then you're like in the clear and then you'll have another uncomfortable feeling the more you level up, but still like you know, the more you jump over that uncomfortable feeling and go into the next phase, you realize, oh shit, this isn't so bad. Like I can do this. I can do this again. I can do this for this
1: or this or that, you know? Yeah. I mean, the first time it's scary, but what's like, what is fear? It's something that we made up in our mind. Right. So once we get past that, like once we get to that scary point and then we overcome it, we're like, oh, okay. Right. That's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I could do that again. Like now that like I know what it feels like, I can do that again and I can like try more and more.
0: Well, let me ask y'all this. What was your pivot point? Because for me, I know like I, you know, the money story is something I talk about all the time. Cause that was the point that I realized I could do hard things. Like that was the point in my life that after that happened, after that happened, I was able to open a business. Because I was like, well, if I can do that, I can do this. And then after I opened a business, I could do the next thing and the coaching and the this and the that. So what was something in y'all's life that was like kind of that, oh, my God, I
1: can do hard things Mm -hmm. and then continued to do hard things? Mine was moving to Miami. Like I, um, I grew up in a very small like cow town, like more cows than people. And I was, quote unquote, successful there. I had a full clientele. I was making, quote unquote, good money for my little small town. And I was going to give it all up, quote unquote, give it all up to move across the country where I had no family, no friends, no clientele, and start a new life in Miami in hopes that I will make more money than what I'm making here. So once I did that and I built up a full clientele in six months without knowing a single soul, I was like, if I can do that without knowing anyone, imagine what else I can do. Like I can get people who don't know me to like me, to pay me money, and then to raise my prices every time I see them because I was growing so fast, then I can, I can do this. I can, like, I could start over again tomorrow and I know that would be fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's powerful. I had, um, I had, you know, I'm just thinking about it now. Like there are several points, honestly, like I've had a bunch of like different moments in my life that were pretty monumental in that respect, but um, the most, the latest one was like when I started, because I opened up my own place to be able to teach, um, cause I was working for a brand for the longest time. And my dream was to, to teach my own stuff in my own salon. And like, I had this like vision of me and I could picture like the, the tiles on the walls and like the subway tiles and everything, like the way that my salon is now today. And I remember like sitting there having deja vu the first time I actually taught a class and I was just like, holy fuck, like I actually did it, you know, like it's the vision in my head, like re- in real life right now in front of me, you know, like how powerful is that to like, and it just, it always just struck me. It's I get goosebumps every time I talk about it. But like being up there and like teaching and doing what i love and having people that i had trained that worked you know with me that were all like happy and thriving like that was like my dream you know so having that come to life i don't know it like you know made me feel very fulfilled <laughs> like i could do anything you
0: know it leaks into
2: everything too yeah and then I just wanted, like, again, I, I got to that point and I was like, you know what, I want to do more. Like, I want to do bigger and better. And I think I could help more people and, you know, and it just grew from there. And then it was like, I opened the extension line. I never thought that I would never thought I would own like a product line. Like, that's just insane, but it just came out of like a need and just growing and learning so fast and trying to keep up with like the need. And then just having people like, over time people just kept coming and wanting to like learn at the salon and i really to this day like i don't have a spot for everyone that's there right now i'm just kind of like shoving people in this very <laughs> small space because i i they come with like these sob stories and like they want to be like educated and they want to learn and like no nobody, nobody really does it the way that we do and like they just want to be a part of like what we have going on and i feel like that's so special you know and it's such, like, it's become such a huge, like, responsibility for, for me, you know.
1: That's I so that. beautiful. <laughs> I, I love that you visualize that. And it's, like, I'm such a fan of visualization. And, like, right now I'm in a pivot point in my life where I'm hiring my sister full-time I'm like taking her from like part time with like my salon business and I'm hiring her full time for my coaching and my salon business. And I just keep on closing my eyes and I'm visualizing myself writing the check that I think that she deserves, like happily, like this is, you know, this is her salary and I'm working in like visualization. If you've ever tried it, it's difficult. It's, it's a practice. Like sometimes I close my eyes and I'm trying to imagine and I can't even like, it's just like black. So I'm just trying to like, you know, you, you just got to work. It, it's a muscle. You need to like continuously to work it. And I'm trying every day before I go to bed, this is like the best time for you to do your visualization. Cause this is the one time that your conscience is actually turning off and you're tuning more into only your subconscious. So this is like a good window of time to tune straight into that subconscious and like, you know, bury this, like imprint this picture, this movie in your head. So, so when you're like Jess and you're actually doing the thing, you're like, fuck man, I saw this before. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen because I played it in my mind over and over and over again. And I like... I think it's so cool to like talk to someone who's actually like had that visualization and then had it come to life because everything that I'm doing right now, like I literally have a list of like visualizations that I like circle through. It's like, what does my apartment look like? What is like, how am I paying my sister? What it like me being on stage in front of the happy healthy hairstylist, Hair show that i'm going to host like me like at the end everyone clapping that one's really easy for me to see I don't know why but I can see that (laughs) (laughs) um, so it's like see the things that you want and visualize it. Because once you know, it, it's like anything. It's like when, when you do a balayage for the first time, it's really scary. But once you do it, it's not that scary. And if you visualize in your head the steps that need to get done, then it's not like, it, it's easier when you actually have to do it. And then when you are doing it, you're like, shit, man, I thought about this. Like This like really came to life. So- I think you have to believe
0: like, that it's a possibility. Like, if you don't believe it's a possibility, you're not going to do anything to, to go towards that, you know? If you yeah. think it's going to never happen, then why would I even try? It's never going to happen, you know? And it's like, you just have to believe that it's possible. And then slowly you start taking the steps towards it or quickly, whatever.
1: But you will never achieve more than what you believe. Right. Like, Amen. Misty, if you want to, you know, pay off $40,000 in debt, you're not going to pay off 50. Right. Like,
0: yeah, you have to believe it. You have to, I mean, because again, why would you even try if you can't?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I remember, okay, let's go back. I like, I like talking fitness with y'all because y'all work out too. And, And I do, I really truly believe everything I've ever done in the fitness world um has been like a reflection of my life right so i power lifted com- like competition powerlifting for a while and i remember when i first somebody was like you should do a competition and i'm like no why like like i'm not like i mean i'm kind of strong you know and i finally i was like you know what screw it i'm just gonna try it if i don't like it i never have to do it again right So you start taking the steps, right? I started, I had a coach. She told me what to do. I went in the gym. I did what I needed to do. I went to that competition. And let me tell you what, first of all, I did great because everyone I was competing against felt the same way I did, that they did not belong there, you know, and that they didn't know what the hell am I doing here? You know, and you think that like you're the only one who feels that way, right? Like you think you're, well, I'm the only one who isn't enough. Everyone else is going to be great and they're so used to it. And it's like, no, like everyone goes through the same shit. You just have to keep going, you know? And then if then all of a sudden one day you're like, oh, this is awesome. And I've like did it again and again and again and won money, like, (laughs) you know, and it's like, what is going on? Like if I never believed, if I stuck with that mindset that who am I to do this, not strong enough, I can't do this. Like, I would have never went as far as I did, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: I think yeah. it's so wonderful, Misty, that um, you are willing to try things. I am oh, think- not scared to change shit up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great quality in, in yourself, and I really admire that. I think that's, like, fucking cool that you are just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Like that, and if it no longer
0: serves me, or like, then it's okay, let's do something different, and that's okay, you know. But that's not saying I don't think what are people gonna think, Uh, yes, you know. I just don't care enough what other people think.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think in order to be like a really good entrepreneur or somebody in in any aspect of business, like you have to be willing to, to fail, you know, you have to be willing to try new things all the time. Like you have to be super comfortable with being uncomfortable all of the time. Cause that I feel like for me, at least is the key to my success. Cause I literally throw shit on the walls and just see what sticks all the time.
1: Yeah. So, I, it, I, I think that's great
0: to voices either, you know, because if you listen to outside voices, you probably wouldn't throw shit on the wall. Right. Yeah.
2: I still am a little scared of what people think,
0: but... I mean, I I think we all are, right? I mean, to a certain extent, like, it's always there. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like we we care about the people who matter, what they think, but then we do think about the other people who don't matter because sometimes they're loud and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to, like, quiet, like, make them shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or sometimes they're not saying anything. Like, I know for me, like numerous things in my life where nobody said the thing to me that I was worried everyone thought.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like, for example, when I went from a suite to a booth rental, because I loved the owner of the booth rental, like in my mind, everyone is thinking I failed at my suite. Oh. You know what I mean? Nobody said that to me. Yeah. Nobody, not a single person said that to me, but in my head, that's what people are whispering behind Mm -hmm. my back. I don't know um, if that's true. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I thought that too. I um I had a partner when I first opened up the the loft and my salon and her and I decided like she wanted to open up her own salon with her boyfriend and I made a financial decision that I had to downsize. And fuck man, I went from like a 1600 square foot salon to a 1100 square foot and to me the whole time it was like, you're downgrading, you're downgrading. This isn't as nice. Now you're not going to offer your clients like such a nice experience. But no one said that. And honestly, everyone's like, wow, the energy in here is so much better. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it is. It's so fucking good. (laughs) Focus on that. (laughs) We're our own worst enemies. Yeah, we are. But I think it's, it's nice to like know that things that we're saying in our head no one else fucking is saying it's good to know and Jess I love that you were saying like to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and even if like that doesn't seem possible for you to actually like be comfortable not being comfortable why not get a little more familiar with being uncomfortable like I think that it's I, I don't know about you, but I'm not comfortable with being uncomfortable. There's never a time where I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. This is great. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are times where I'm like, oh, this is familiar. I've done this before. I've been, I felt this way. I know I can get through with this and I I just like I admire that about you that you're just like I'm just gonna see what sticks like I think that you you ladies are so freaking like amazing I'm so happy that we're doing this you guys like I'm fucking fired up like <laughs> I know I just want to keep I'm going for like another, another hour, hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> till next week yeah. Yeah. but I think that like this is an awesome conversation and like oh gosh so Let's um, bring this back to like sacrifice and investment. Um, We can all agree that in order to be better and do better and grow, you need to like, you need to, you can see in two ways. You can see this as I'm only sacrificing or I'm investing in my future. Mm -hmm. And it's just like anything. Everyone has a goal. And if you don't have a goal, you need to fucking figure it out. You can get to your goal either like happy or not. And the way that we've all structured our businesses and that we all are growing in our business is by knowing that everything that we're doing, even if it is hard, it's an investment in the future in the other people that we can help in the people that like we care about. Cause it's so much more than just us.
0: Mm. Short-term sacrifice is a long-term investment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. We need like quotes for this. (laughs) I know. I
0: was like, I'm gonna have to re-listen to this with like a pen and paper,
1: and just like, ooh.
0: Oh, you're gonna re-listen? How nice. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Maybe we'll see. I'll just send it (laughs) to me. All right, ladies. Do you have any final words?
0: I don't think so. I think
1: that's opportunity calling you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys i think that's a good uh final ending
1: actually (laughs) that is a great ending so i want to thank you ladies um this has been an amazing podcast and um like we said last time we're going to be doing like popping out one of these podcasts like once a month so stay tuned this is the beginning of something that is so amazing um as always you can find us on instagram at underscore misty jane underscore and at Hair by Jess.Taylor. Am I right? Yes, close enough. <laughs> no, no, what is it? <laughs> hair by <dot> Jess Taylor. <laughs> okay, hair by dot Jess Taylor. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, please subscribe and leave a review. And as always, you are what you think you are. Aspire to inspire, and I'll catch you next time. Once again, thank you so
0: much for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. If you like what you hear, screenshot this episode, post it on the gram, tag me at Misty Jane or tag the podcast at Backroom Beauty Talks and I will talk with you on the next one.